Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email your questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, Rocky Mountain High, brother. How you doing? I'm good, man. Finally got back from Colorado yesterday, 24 hours later than expected. <coughs> but but uh, not too bad. I had a good time. I can hear out of both ears. I can't. <laughs> Still got a cough. We were just talking. Jimmy's got uh, tinnitus. He says he's going mad, and uh, all of a sudden Chris Benoit is showing up on his feet yep. and now more. That's right. I'm Bowflex and me and my family. <laughs> Chris, hello. Hello. How are you? It's hot. 99 if- degrees in Philadelphia. Real fuel temperature, 110. This isn't real. Don't yeah. tell me that's real feel. There's no way mm-hmm. this is real. It's all a lie. Yep. Just like Mar-a-Lago, scam. bro. Scam. It's scam. What? What is it? Scam. Scam weather. Scam demic. Scam. It was meteor. Meteor. Meteorology. Scam. Demic. They're yeah. never right. Better reporting. Hey. uh... This week's wrestling kind of stunk. So let's talk about wrestling. <clears throat> you guys stoked? Brent, are you stoked? Did you could you could you like you, you got home from Colorado and you're like, I can't wait to get caught up. Yeah, exactly. I was like uh I, laying in my bed debating whether or not I got COVID again on a flight. It was like I was I'm in the mood to watch fourteen starter matches in a row. <laughs> And while uh, writing commentary on each of them, like I'm, a, <laughs> like I'm a reporter. Good for you writing commentary. I just go off the top of my head. That's why I probably sound like a bumbling asshole. Um, let's talk about WWE real first, real fast. Um, once about a time, I don't know, twelve years ago, twelve months ago, not twelve years ago, twelve months ago. Every AE or WWE and AEW hater, every WWE lover was saying. Man, all they do is sign former employees WWE, make splash. It's the only way they're going to get any traction is to sign a bunch of people they used to work at WWE. Meanwhile, WWE, and I, you know, I'm going to go through these. We're going to go back and forth. More likely, less likely to watch WWE because of these re-signings. Ready? Here we go. Killer Cross, Brandon. Nah, less likely. <laughs> Mind you, Brandon and I, and Chris watches because his wife likes it. He's a, I would say you're a middle of the road watcher. Well, Brandon less and I do not that. like it. We do not like Let, it at all. Yeah, I'm. you do not watch like it. I. It's on your barely, TV. I barely tolerate it. Yeah, but it lasts about 10 minutes. Oh, okay, that's not really then, on then it gets, Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Like I said, I would give it a chance mm-hmm. to be the sacrificial lamb because... My wife will watch it because she doesn't give a shit. She just likes seeing it. She doesn't care about any of the stories. And uh, so, yeah, but usually it takes about 10 minutes for I'm just like, oh. So more likely or less likely to watch with Killer Cross, who just came off of the Ric Flair tribute show, <laughs> last match show, where a what bunch of nerds said that it was one of the worst matches of all time. Chris, Killer Cross, you more excited, less excited? Less excited. That was easy. How about um, Dexter Loomis? Brandon, more excited or less excited? Again, second one in a row where I'm like, these are the same people that 
I avoided watching NXT in the first place for <laughs> them coming back and having a second chance is not not moving the needle for me. This was a, when we started this podcast, Chris did NXT and I just couldn't get myself to watch it largely due to these folks. Chris, more likely or less likely with Dexter Loomis? I want to actually concentrate on the fact that Brandon actually pronounces the L in folks. 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 Like Volk. Folks. Folks. I say it like you're from Philadelphia. Folks. Folks. No. Folks. Is I don't care likely a, uh, an option? Yes. I don't care likely. Okay. So, um, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling any of this. I'm not excited yet. We're supposed to be very excited because Triple H is taking over. He's going to change everything. John Laurinaitis officially fired, no longer with the company. It's official. Kevin Dunn still there. I saw a clip from this week where there was a big fight between six women, and there was about 250 camera cuts just in the fight where they were cutting from fight to fight to fight to fight. It looked absolutely insane. I don't know. Chris, did you catch any of it this week? I didn't catch anything, no. Okay, good. It was melting. All right. Good stuff. I was melting. Came out today, $5 million more dollars has been scrounged up that Vince McMahon has distributed across two more two more things that they say he paid people off for. Brandon, what do you think is the ceiling now? We're at $20 million. What do you think is our ceiling? How much more millions are we getting? Uh, I'm going to guess that this isn't even half of it. It's a question at this point of just like how much of it is just shitty old accounting that they can't dig up. And how much of it is obvious because they probably started auditing this like a month ago and they're already found $20 million worth of shit. That's take would take a year to actually do this right. So I'll say we're probably 40% done with it if they can get the rest of it out. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I would, on this? I would agree, right? I mean, they're just things are going to just start not adding up, especially since he's not, is he hiding it? He's not admitting to it, right? Like it's well, not. No, but I, I you would think he'd be working no. along with them at this point. No. Yeah. It's a lot of like uh, how this shit happens. Like, who's this vendor? What do they do? And you just Google them, and it's not a real company. Well, right. that's okay, the question. Well, let's pull this to the side. <laughs> that's the question I wanted to ask. It was: Is it being hidden, or is it just like you know, twelve point two million dollars for Ico Pro? Blank. You know, like nothing in there. Like like the missing the missing money <laughs> like Philadelphia had like millions of money, dollars missing missing like, oh okay. we don't even know where it went yeah. <laughs> I mean Pockets. like or does it have I I'm I'm I think that he's such a fucking egomaniac and he's so used he's so used to it being the like the buck stops here I'm the king nobody says it you know nobody can do anything to me is he at the point was he at the point in which he wasn't even bothering to say, oh, this is going to Ico Pro? <laughs> or is it just fucking right. $14 million? We don't know where it went. And I think it's that. You know? And he goes, what hey, work out me here? about that. What's that? What was their workout? Tap gear? out. Tap out. Tap out. But that wasn't them. That Tap was out money. Bad. Yeah. I went to JCPenney. Is that where they sell? Tap out? I wish. Yeah. Started as an MMA company. I remember. With the show with the Papa Shango guy. And then it, yeah, there was a guy with his face painted. Like really? Papa Shango. Yeah. I don't remember. And um, and then it uh, kind of disappeared and it He's came back. Now too. Who, Papa, Papa Shango? Shango guy? Yeah. 
faux Papa Shango. Faux Shango is dead. Who is this faux guy? Shango? You know who he is? Oh yeah, this, uh, I don't this remember. Was like Ed Hardy culture to it, like when that was at its apex. Mm-hmm. It was a guy rolling gear. around. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He was painting that. his face and wearing like one of those big like. Uh, <laughs> and I, how would you describe that, Chris? Like, uh, a Crash Bandicoot fucking hat. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's so weird. It was like an. I need an image of this. What are we calling him? There you go. Charles Lewis Jr. was his name. He was the Papa Shango guy. American businessman. Yeah, it was. Well, this is. So this should this should kind of frame out. This should (laughs) should frame out the mentality around it and the time Mm -hmm. because it was right in the height of Ed Hardy. Um, what was Josh Barnett's clothing? Fuck. Affliction. Affliction. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Uh, and Tap Out. And Tap Out's website was inyourface.com. Oh, nice. Does it still yeah. exist? There's only one way to find out. Inyourface.com. Fuck yeah. Inyourface.com. Talk about, uh, oh shit. He died in a high speed car crash. Oh, <laughs> His Ferrari 360 uh, slammed into a 1977 Porsche, and he was pronounced dead at the seam. Talk about in your face. Here comes a the domain Papa Shango going, going 240 miles an hour into your driver's side door. The domain inyourface.com may be for sale. <laughs> Look Click at the bottom. Click about this domain. Let's go to the Tap Out store. Tap Out store. Tap Out clothing. Find my baby formula. <laughs> I got <laughs> For imprint dot USA, so oh boy, there you go, man. Yeah. Educational, we are educational, aren't we? Did you guys see that video of uh, Anne Hache? No, barreling down that hill. No, there's a video of it. I'm dying to see it. It's just like it's like a uh, nest cam, <laughs> like of someone's house, and it's just pointed. I, it was making me laugh so hard, I was like tearing up, because <laughs> all you just see is is this SUV it had to be going like 140, just like blaze across the screen, and it's just it's like what kind of maniacal person is it is in the driver's seat of this car? Oh, and Hayesh. Just a fucking whatever Ellen did to that lady here. She's here she's going 140, completely out of control. Apparently she was, I just, she was she was cooperative with authorities, but she was like severely burned across her body. How fucking drunk was this woman? Okay, Chris. I was gonna say yeah, uh, on the ring camera, is it just like you see the car and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there's and, something funny about yow! knowing that someone's just sitting there, especially an, an older white woman, just like, it's like as fast as it could possibly be going. Down like a, a side street. Oh my god! I gotta get I gotta get home before the sun comes up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn to dust. She's just listening to Terry Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this week's interview with. Uh, it just got me. I don't know. It's like a one second clip. You're that's like, pretty funny. Jesus Christ! She's going fast. I gotta, I gotta look for it. Not now, but I'll check it out later. R.I.P. Anne Hage soon. I think she was on the road to that anyway. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some stuff. Um, AW is doo-doo poops. Well, it wasn't doo-doo poops, but it wasn't a very heavy week for watching. So uh, we banged out two Knights of Stardom's five-star challenge. 
Uh, I must complain about stardom, dude. You gotta you gotta put the shit up faster or fucking do it live. Also, I tried watching night three compared to night one and two. <laughs> night one and two are like, you know, high production value, very you know, glorious and uh, lots of theatrics. And then you go to night three and it's in somebody's fucking basement with a handheld camera. Come on, man, step this shit up. <laughs> Well, isn't it like after Russell Kingdom they go to uh, they, they go, go to, to Sumo Hall? Yeah, it's well, they, you know, well, no, Sumo Hall. Oh, you mean um, Corken Hall? Corken Hall. They yeah. go to Corken Hall right after. I mean, like Corken Hall is what it is. It's it's wrestling. It's a wrestling mecca. Yeah. So it's awesome, but at the same time, it's a gym. It's a dump. It's a fucking. It's a high school gym. It's on the basically. fifth floor. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. You have to go up to go down. It's like uh, Madison Square Garden. You have to go up and then you go down again. But not as cool as Madison Square Garden. Oh, really? It's like uh, up in the air in a building is Corken Hall? Yep, it's fifth floor. you got to go up to the fifth floor, you get your tickets, and then you go down some stairs, and then you're at concession, which is tiny. The place is small. It only holds like 15,000 2,000 people or something like that. It's right outside of – it's in Tokyo Dome City. That's what they call the area. They built Tokyo Dome and everything out there. Very cool. You should go if you ever go to Japan, people, listeners. Um, all right, let's go through some of this. Uh, I told you guys to watch some of these matches, but I didn't tell you to watch all of them, so I'm going to blow through some of them. Let's see what I got. Um, didn't care, didn't care. Saki, uh, Saki from Colors defeated Nagi Sayaka. Risa Sarah defeated Micah. Did I have you guys watch that match? I definitely had you watch. The first one I watched was Shuri versus Zumi. Okay, I had you yes. watch a Risa Sarah match. So Risa Sir, um, they have her booked like she's a hard ass and she beats everybody in fucking nine minutes, which is pretty nice because when she actually loses, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I have no idea where I'm going with this story, but uh, there you go. How about Siri versus Izumi? Brandon, good. Yeah, I've been joining in uh, Siri a lot lately. All around style kind of serves as like a, a perfect foil to pretty much everybody else on their roster. And she's hitting her stride here. You know, as we talked about last week, I feel like we're kind of waiting people out, which is tougher to do in a 15-minute match. She almost gets caught with a couple sneaky pins, but ends up uh, surviving and subbing her. Good stuff. Fun cool. way to start this from my spot. Yep. Um, I liked that uh, Azumi started doing her high-speed stuff, bouncing all over the place, and then Siri just she comes down off the top rope, and Siri kicks her right in the chest and knocks her on her ass. We talked about it before. This is like the story of her championship is that she – other people start to get their shit in, and then she corrects herself, and she says, no, this is the way we're going to wrestle this match, and you're not going to dictate. And that's how she dominates, which is cool. Chris, thoughts? So, that, you know, that's how you fight a real fight, too, which is awesome. Like, that's legit how you would handle it. You don't play by – we don't play your game. You play mine. And that's how you play most sporting events, right? Like, team – basically, team-style sports, other than baseball – is we don't go down the road you want to go to. You have to go down the road that I dictate, which is uh, that really works. Starts off really good too with um, Siri giving uh, getting a nice kick in the ass in on Azumi, which yes. was pretty sweet. Um, and then Azumi does a little. She's going to do some Siri shit and doesn't work out. She gets yep. the shit kicked out of her. So yeah, I mean this was a good way to start it off. Um, I can't get too granular with it. This was a treadmill match, mm-hmm. meaning I was on a treadmill watching it. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but it was hard for me to really, you know, get too granular with what I was picking up on. Other than it was just fucking awesome, and I really liked it. Just to tag on to what 
what you guys said with that. It's like, gotcha. especially when stardom, it, it plays very well because everybody's moving so fast so often that it's like to be the, the foil where it's like a, eventually your body's going to be moving faster than your brain. And she catches people in that spot consistently. Yeah. We've seen it's it a couple uh, defenses now, and it's, uh, it's good that it's her story, and it plays in tonight too. Uh, next up is uh, Kyrie's back in the ring with legend Nanae Takahashi. And they beat Sayaka Mitani and Lady C. Uh, there was no doubt who was taking the pin in this when Lady C's in the match. But um, <laughs> we get some high drama and we get some fucking, uh, we get some challenges. And we got some shit coming out. Uh, it's the next big show that's not five star is uh, Stardom X Stardom. So we're getting Kyrie versus Sayaka Mitani. And we're getting Nanae Takahashi versus uh, Siri. So they should be two decent matches. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, Kyrie's being Kyrie here. It's fun. Uh, Sai Kamatani's like one of my favorites that grows on me. I didn't have too much to say about Lady C except for she was eating the pin, like you said. Uh, but I was a little bit confused in the post-match drama. I, guess. I, I don't know if there was a, an English version of this, but I was watching it all Japanese. So. Oh, yeah, there were subtitles. You didn't catch the subtitles? You can put subtitles on that thing? No, it comes standard. Yeah, when they have post, I don't post-match know drama. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, as soon as the match ends, there's... When I do the promos, it's in the, it's uh, subtitled. That's strange. Maybe I just wasn't reading it or something. I was engulfed yeah. in the screen. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. One of the things that I noticed that happens when I use their website to watch stuff is that um, I have a hard time getting the player off the screen. I don't know why right. maybe my computer, what, but I'll have the time, the time code oh, right. on the bottom. You got to click in the middle. And it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll cover the subtitles. Yeah, that's that's usually somehow I got it off to that. I always, I I can never, I'm, I don't know how to like it's just like sometimes I'm like oh shit I got it okay I'll leave it and I won't touch it. I mean their player but, isn't great and their website isn't great and navigating their website isn't great, but uh, they do put the effort in to put those subtitles in for the international audience, which is pretty nice. I mean because it puts context into everything. Okay, Chris. No, um, Kyrie was Kyrie boy. Oh, oh, fucking boy. And she's over 30. Okay. Well, no, so the bone crowd won't be into her. Oh, they're not into her now. I'll be the only one that's into her. Yes, yes. She's she's bone. I have no competition from the bone crowd. The bone yard? First of all, the ent- her entrance is <laughs> the start awesome. of Boneyard. <laughs> the Boneyard. Start the Boneyard. all those creeps in the front row. Yeah, Chris. Bone bag yard. Entrance was awesome. The uh, the um, the riding down on a scooter. Yeah, the, the electronic motorcycle. Awesome. Yeah. The little the e bike. Awesome. Yeah. Music. Awesome. The way that Kyrie carries herself, which is so much different than I had ever seen her carry herself before. Even when she worked heel in WWE when she was on Raw, they carried themselves kind of like in a wacky, maniacal way. They didn't carry themselves like she does now, like this fucking sex machine that she carries. Mm-hmm. Like It's insane. You're talking and about Nanai Takahashi, right? Yes. <laughs> she's probably, she's probably, I want to say, I'm going to go out, she's, to me right now, the whole package, probably the most intriguing, even though she doesn't wrestle that often, she's probably one of the most intriguing wrestling, women's wrestlers that I see. Fuck women's wrestlers. Re- most intriguing, like, has the most draw of any wrestler in the world right now to me. She seems special. I, I'm glued, yes. 
Yes, she seems special. I'm glued to the fucking television. There's a shot. I'll send it to you guys that I grabbed off my screen, which is like it was fucking amazing. Like, and they, and you know they didn't actually they weren't like grab this shot. It just kind of fucking happened, and I saw it and I was just like Jesus Christ! Like that's the shit you should be seeing when you're watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know. So this was really good. I really fought. And then the everything afterwards was great. Now they're still going with this. You know, you young people. That's a thing. damn you young people yeah. shit, which is pretty fun. But, you know, whatever. They're going with something, you know, so keep going with it. I, I, I'm excited. I like this. Interesting thing that I noticed watching both of these Kyrie matches. Now, in this one, she was wearing the all black gear where she rode the motorcycle. And then in the next match and the next show, she's wearing more of her pirate gear. But uh, one thing I noticed that WWE has worked out of her is that she's quiet. Unlike every other single person in this match who is screaming constantly, Kyrie does not do that whole screaming thing that is synonymous with Joshi wrestling. The gee-gee-gee-gee-gee thing and the screaming and all that stuff, she doesn't do that stuff. She's quiet. She's It's trained out of her. They must go over there. The girls from Japan must go over there with that, you know, those certain type of mannerisms, and they work it out. They're like, this doesn't work over here. You can't do it. Because it's so TV-based. You're watching it on TV, and having four women in the, in the ring screaming the whole match just doesn't broadcast well. But she's silent. She only yells when she has to and speaks when she has to. And that's God. I, I would suspect that that's WWE training. Brandon, final thoughts on this match? Yeah, that's a good call-out. Uh, I, I don't want to double down on that, but uh, Kyrie, I appreciate that. Yeah, it can be a little overbearing. Chris, final thoughts on this match? Yeah, I... That was always my biggest turnoff to watching Joshi wrestling was the high-pitched screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this was great. I really like this. Let's move on. Uh, next match, uh, Mayo Iwatani beaten by Mirai in a mild upset. Mirai looked like a fucking beast with those. She's Her new move in this uh, five stars to hit people in the lariat from behind. And it looks like she's punching the fucking shit out of them for the back of the head, which could kill someone in real life so it works here brandon thoughts yeah that's uh just as i peek at my notes that's the first thing i wrote down i said yeah this shit was wild lots of blows to the back of the head <laughs> uh that's a big uh stardom thing we've we talked about this year and our crazy shit that's happened this year they really they uh, aren't afraid of tbis over there yeah. but uh yeah iwatani going full darby allen mode throwing herself all over the place Recklessly and Mariah, yeah, I would. I don't know how big of an upset it is to you, Jim. You say minor, but it felt like a big one at the time. Mariah's yeah, yeah. a little emotional about it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, thoughts? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's well, literally. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was thinking the whole time watching this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She's just nailing people. That fucking nailing people. But I like the. I'm a big fan of the. Uh, Hanson used to do the same thing, where it was like, I'm going to catch this Larry whatever way I can fucking catch it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be the. That'd have to be to the face, be to the back of the fucking head. Either way, it's going to knock you the fuck out. I like that. Next up, uh, Himika, who, um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Himika is like one of the most protected members of this roster. She rarely ever loses, especially in tournaments. So mild upset, she beats uh, Utami Hayashista. In about 10 and a half minutes, 11 minutes. Um the Jumbo Princess knocks out the uh, former champ. Brandon, thoughts? 
yeah, I didn't have too much here. You know, the strength and speed throughout, very entertaining, but it got a little lost to me with uh, what this was sandwiched in between with the, the wild shit that happened before and right. after. Yeah. Chris, any thoughts on this? I didn't have an opportunity to go. I was I watched all the ones that were must watch, and I was going to go back and watch the other ones, and for some reason I didn't catch it, so it's I'm not going to. You don't have much to say. Theme on it. song is the best theme song of professional wrestling. Dirty boy, let's start a fire on the <laughs> dance floor. So good. All right, uh, last uh, match of the show. Hazuki uh, defeats Julia. Another mild upset. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Beat the fucking piss out of each other. Yeah, my God, here I feel like both of them are going to be wearing this one for the uh, rest of the Grand Prix here. I was like, I wrote down, uh, you would have thought it was an automatic tournament win if you gave your opponent a traumatic brain injury because it looked like that's what they were going for for the majority of this match. So many headbutts. Uh, headbutts to the back yeah. of the head? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. It's like, ladies, ladies, take it easy. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it was it was fun, man. It, it, was, it was worth your 15 minutes for sure to check this one out. Maybe of uh, everything from the first two nights. Chris, good. <laughs> I mean, it, it looked like it was more important to beat the shit out of one another than it was to win the match. Like, that's what they were going for. I think Julia, Julia takes a fucking t- tumble down, oh, that was so down, down, down the fucking ramp. Yeah. And I haven't really, you know, I don't know if, if, if it just, I, I, I don't really think I've watched a lot of Julia recently it's been more her involved in things after the match and things like that but i can't even remember the last julia match i watched last thing we watched so, of hers that we like paid attention to was her throwing a shoe at suzu suzuki that was it that was <laughs> shoe. but i mean in the ring it just yeah i haven't seen a lot of her and uh this was this is a fucking banger i was just like you know, and I'm not a big fan of the 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 rumbles outside the ring that for no fucking reason. But I guess it's just because it's people I don't, you know, it's 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 people I don't really see too often. These two you have know? established themselves to not like each other, yeah. which is pretty nice in the last like eight months or whatever since last year. Oh, uh, it always goes back to the fact that I say it all the time when fucking Tanahashi beat AJ Styles in the G1 that he gave him the finger. Yeah, that was so good. They didn't have anything going at the time, but he fucking hated him. Yep pinned him and then he gave him the finger after he pinned him because he fucking hated him I don't fucking just because like you guy. don't have a feud with somebody you don't have a you're not working with somebody at the current moment that doesn't mean you still can't fucking hate them there's like, a you know there's a backstory to this when Hazuki originally retired she retired around the same time that julia started with stardom and they um it was speculate you know how people speculate online all the time about shit that the reason Hazuki left was because of julia which is probably completely untrue, but they kind of play into it. They've been playing into it, which is good. Keep us guessing. You know what I mean? It's final, not like good, Brent. Yeah. Final thoughts. Like, um, I, I watch them. It's like it's not that I encourage this behavior, but I think I inevitably end up enjoying this shit more because then, like, uh, I'll make the point now because it's not about the night two uh, main event. But when that match starts and there's like a lot of uh, early in the match, shit going on where there's like they're dramatically lifting their hands from each other or, or very slowly moving. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Just do what do what they did last night. That was more entertaining. Right. Just beat yeah. the shit out of each other. There's <laughs> like, a dislike, like and then there's like the weird thing where it's uh, you know like a professional respect where you're trying to outwork each other because you're both good guys or whatever. And right. You're exactly. Like, Man, these guys should be beat the shit out of like each other like Julian Ozuki <laughs> did. Good stuff, though. For night one was really good. 
Uh, night two, Mina Shirakawa. Oh, there's a couple of matches, but we'll talk about some of them. Mina Shirakawa defeated Momo Watanabe in a mild upset. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, we get a little bit of the Odeo Tai interference here. Uh, potential brewing for this to go down the shitter with that. It, it ends up not happening, though. Uh, attempted cheat costs Momo, which gets jammed up with a roll-up. Uh, not a bad start for night two. We're picking up, but nothing too memorable. I like Mina stealing the uh, wrench, Momo and her wrench. It's pretty good. Yes, yes. Chris, thoughts? Momo's another one that I just like. Just the way she behaves, just kind of glued to the screen with her. Um, but it was a match. Oda tied her fun to interfere. It's kind of like, all right, yeah, like Brandon just said, are we going down this, like, you know, fucking... It's house of torture. This, it yeah, it's just, it's good. I, I mean, look, not mad at it. Good match. Lots of fun. Momo rules. That's all there is, really is to say. Risa Sarah defeated Saki. Risa Sarah looked like a fucking beast in this one again. Brandon, thoughts? I missed this one. I must have missed the check. Would you? Uh, okay. come it, might not, it might not be on the outline. Maybe. I yeah, it's yeah. This is one of the ones I went back and watched. Yeah. Yeah, Risa Sarah is good. I love Risa Sarah. Uh, her back is fucking amazing. Get a pick up. Get a picture of what her back looks like from the death matches. Looks like a fucking roadmap. It's gnarly. Kairi Sane and Natsupoi teamed up, and they defeated the Stars team of Mayo Iwatani and Sai Aida, the uh, gory, muscle gory, with the pose off. This is a fun match, especially Natsupoi and Kairi haven't, have never um, tagged up in modern stardom, which is pretty nice. Go ahead, Brandon, thoughts? These weren't on the uh, list, so I don't, I didn't see these ones, oh, or at least not the, not the chat. The sorry, I'm just going through now, The next one I watched oh, was yeah, Tom Nakano. It's, and, not on, it's not on must-watch, that's all. Um. All right, so yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Tom Nakano beats Himika, and uh, holy German fucking suplex at the end of this match. Brandon thoughts? Yeah, not like what I wrote down was not amazing for for the majority of it. I think we're all big fans of Tom Nakano, but at the end, yeah, some gnarly shit going on. Uh, it started to blend into the card a little bit throughout the match, but I think Tom Nakano is just very entertaining. Yeah, I think she's must watch. Chris thoughts? I got down the my my notes I have down. Good. Nah. It was good. Yep. You know, that's it. That's all I got. Good match. Middle of the card. You know, maybe I was getting a little uh cross eyed from watching too much wrestling and not being able to understand the which, announcers. Which I felt the exact same, but I don't want to uh like downplay these. Like even if no. you're in that weird like six out of twelve yeah. spot when we're consuming these, this is much more like higher quality than your average, like six out of twelve you're fucking right. AEW no. giant card. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's torny stuff. So, you know, we get a little storytelling, we get some stuff like that. And Tom Nakano beating the much larger Himike was uh, a big deal, especially I'd mentioned that she's pretty well protected. And I think her win percentage. Somebody does this thing where they put up the stats and they compile this. I don't know how anybody has time for it, but the coolest guy in the world. You're right, the coolest dude, yeah. the coolest dude ever. The dude with the most friends and the most the stat dates. keeper for <laughs> that person. That person. Uh, that they uh, said it, it according to their stats, she's got like a seventy percent win percent of Jamie Cup. So, See, big deal. That's kind of stuff is lost on me, but that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. This person. Thank, this shout out to the king of the good times on Twitter. <laughs> keeping <his> stats picture. <laughs> this is the guy. This is the person that goes to the baseball game and keeps score. Somebody's got to find that fun. Holy right? shit! I, I mean, passed out from coughing. Uh, 
Okay. How about That's um, the type of guy, the baseball scorecard guy. Baseball scorecard scorecard guy. Julia, 0 and 2, loses to Mariah in a big up. Well, it's not really a big upset, but it's surprising. Mariah super push Mariah. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, it was a big upset to me. Getting nervous for my girl here. I mean, uh, any good tournament needs its its fair share of unpredictability, and I felt like that's what this was to me. There's a reason why a bunch of guys. Uh, go get vasectomies on March 13th so that they can lay home and uh, watch March Madness for four days. And this was that for me. I'm like, holy shit, Julie's not going to win a fucking match against these two. Good Chris. stuff, though, Mariah. Yeah, she's awesome. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, the match was good. I think the result was definitely more was more exciting than the match. Um, you know, sometimes it was means to an end to have Julia go 0-2 in the first two matches, which is uh, unexpected. But by no means was the match not good, but the result definitely put it over the top, made it like a really good match. Uh, Starlight Kid in her first ever singles win against Sayakami Tani. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I thought one of the best of them all. Um, seemed like an emotional win for Starlight Kid. Don't know all of the contacts here, though. I don't know if they got subtitled away from the enemy. I just tuned it out or what, but maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong. No, it's a big deal. She uh, finally beats her. She had the mask, the green masks, ready to put on her head. Sayakami Tani. A little shook. She's a little shook by fucking Kyrie challenging her, I think. I think this is the story. She doesn't feel... She cried after Kyrie fucking called her out. And yeah, I think she doesn't she? feel like she... Aren't, she like. She feels like she's worked her really hard to get where she is, but I don't think she's confident enough. I think she's doomed against Kyrie in this match. I think Kyrie's going to beat the fucking piss out of her, and I'm excited about it. It makes it better if Sayakami Tani can overcome the odds and beats Kyrie, but, man, it's a big fucking deal. This is good storytelling here with this because it's telling it on multiple levels. Sayakami Tani didn't seem to have an answer for most of Starlight Kid's offense in this one, which is good, and she always has. Chris, good. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, I don't really have much to add. It's a banger. Most of Starlight Kids are really fun to watch. It's like watching Rey Mysterio again. You know, the first couple times you saw him. That's the way I feel when I watch uh, Starlight Kids. Like, you can you can make this thing that, that, you know, we've seen someone, in my opinion, one of the best wrestlers uh, of all time in Rey Mysterio. It, so it's not new. But for you to make it look new is is an accomplishment, and uh, she's really exciting. So this match was really good. I didn't even really think about what you were saying with uh, Saya Kamatami, but um, yeah, she's in her Kyrie's in her head, and I, you know, knowing like seeing the way that star that that stardom uh, lays their stories out and how layered they are, this is looks like this might be something with Kamatami and 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 um and Kyrie that lasts a long time. It's gonna take a while for her to overcome this thing. And then finally when she does it, months or a year later, it's good the payoff's gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm excited about it. That's also a story I feel like you could only pull off here where it's like <laughs> you didn't earn this. Like I'm about to I think I'm gonna cry just thinking about the right. fact you think you could do this to me after all the time I've been here. <laughs> If you try to do that in most other places, it would be like, oh, what the fuck? They did a promo uh, for their press conference um, leading up to the Stardom X Stardom show, which I believe is at the end of the month. But um, it's Sai Kamitani and and Kyrie, and they're both talking about it and uh, you know about the match. And Sai Kamitani just starts crying; she's bawling out of control. And Kyrie hops up and she's like, 
You're crying before the match? I've never cried before a match. Get a hold of yourself. You're supposed to be the champ. Yo, she's dead. Kyrie's going to kill her. <laughs> this match is going to be fucking awesome. I'm so stoked. We're not even done talking about this card. We haven't even gotten through five star yet. I'm ready for Well, I mean, one of them's got to lose. I think Saya Kamitani is the one that loses, not Siri. Go ahead, Chris. No, so I was uh, I was going to say it's like, you know, when we the way that we've been watching wrestling over the last few years, you would never get this kind of storytelling where it's like, yeah, you know what? The bad guy, right? I guess we can say that 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 Kyrie's the heel here in the traditional, you know, term if you need a heel, she's the heel. What we're so used to seeing on on TV is that the heel basically looks like shit every fucking week. And then loses in a pay-per-view. And it's like, I, there's no story there. There's no fucking story there. Now, you look at stardom and how they have a point in which it's like, not only do you, <laughs> like, it's like you're expecting with glee the, the baby face to get the shit kicked out of her. Multiple times. Knowing in the back of your head that the payoff when she finally overcomes that fucking she gets over that hill, she overcomes this obstacle that the payoff is going to be like tear inducing payoff. Right. And it's going to make it so much better. So, you know, what? you know, I I hate to bring them up, but, you know, the other the, the two American major American wrestling companies. Take a page from this fucking book, you know, simple storytelling, and, and man. It's, it's really not that hard. complicated. You, you have to give me a reason, right, to – Cersei Lannister died in the last episode or the second to the last episode. You wanted her fucking dead from the beginning. She died in the second to the last episode yep. in a very lackluster way, mind you, but she still died. What rocks fell on her. It rocks fell on her head while she was making out with her brother. Making out with her brother. They lived, they lived <laughs> happily ever after until they died. Yeah, in, in hell. <laughs> Heaven. Wherever. All right, last match of the card. Uh, Utami Hayashi. She de- uh, defeated Siri in her first. She says it's her first ever uh, pin over her in singles competition, but it's first ever uh, pin over her, win over her in singles competition since this feud's been going on. It's happened before, but with four seconds left on the clock and a 50-minute time limit, she pulled it off because they've fought to time limit draw. An extended time limit draw, and then finally Siri was like, no time limit, and then beat her. Tommy wins. The big boss is back. Go ahead, Brandon. I don't want to say too much about this one, because I was was enjoying this second night, and I stopped, made a coffee, put my phone away, sat down and watched this, because I'm like, this is the the biggest one of them all. I actually went back to watch it twice, because I was kind of like, that's it? But go ahead, you see, tell me what you think about it. I'm already more interested just hearing the drama about the the time limit things. And you know, I'm happy to be wrong here, but I was my reaction was like, that's how Siri loses after this amazing heat up. Well, I think she was, uh, they were, te- the, the big thing was that Utami was able to beat her. Everybody in the stadium, once you hear that, you know, countdown to 10 seconds left, I think everybody thought that this is going to be another fucking draw. So when she actually pulled it out with the big, you know, fucking that power bomb. She did spinning power bomb, which is an awesome move. We talked about it what last year when she did it to Sai Kamitani, where the body actually keeps spinning. <laughs> she tosses you and you keep spinning. It's a good move, and she pulls out the win. I mean, it's a, it's a good esta- establishing her back as being this um big, this ultimate threat that she was before Siori went on her run. I think it's a good story told. Yeah, we've seen it before though. 
Maybe that's the catch. We've seen them fight before. Utami seemed like she had more of the control in this match. So we'll see how this goes going down the uh, the five-star. I mean, the story for me has been, I thought the written story would be Siri versus Julia at the end of all this. Julia could still win it by just winning out. But Utami's back in there again. You get Starlight versus Sayakamitani. You got all these people. Risa Sarah's in there. She's still undefeated. There's a bunch of people that are can be worked into for the title match at the end of all this, but I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Chris, thoughts? Hi, Shishesta. Hi, Shishita. Hi, Shishita. Hi, Shishita. Hi, Shishita. Hi, Shishita. Yeah, you know, I was surprised. Um, Siri taking the L first second match of the of the of the tournament. Um, you know, not as uh, fully aware of what you were just saying, like not putting the pieces together and and how what a big what a big upset it was. I was surprised that it ended. I thought they were going to go to time limit. Um, so I was was really surprised that it ended when it did. Um, but you know, I, I just. This was awesome. Um, and it's and it does take you off guard. Like now that you know, okay, well, she hasn't been able Hayashi Shasta hasn't been able to beat Siri in in you know, uh you know, two time was it two time limit draws and then no time limit she loses, and then she's gonna get the big win in the second round of this tournament. Right. Really? Wow, it's, oh shit. Well, shit, she right. did. So yeah, it's a good time to pull throw you that curveball and, and, and catch you looking. So that was a uh that was I like this result, and like you said, it's like there's those whenever well whenever they do those these tournaments, whether it be something like this or G1, it's like oh two they got two big losses and then but you know I mean it it they just now they have to go on a run through the fucking Torianos and the fucking right. dudes that you know are gonna lose, so you get all those losses, you get them all back, and then you're back at the top by the end of it. So this is uh, very exciting. And pretty much the only thing I'm looking forward to in professional wrestling right now. Yeah. Uh, we get Susie Suzuki. Her, her matches that are coming up this week. She had COVID, so she's been out. Um, COVID's ripping fucking Japan apart right now. Everybody's, all this talent's having to sit out of various different shows and stuff like that. So um, that's something to look forward to. But like I said early when we were talking about it, there's something missing from the grandeur of night one and night two when you have to go to what looks like a uh, Russian bathhouse and watch fucking matches. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, I understand it. You're doing the tour, you couple hundred seat arenas and stuff like that, but their quality is fucking the video quality. Starble handheld video next to the ring where you can hear every bang on the match on the mat is just, it's tough. <laughs> so it's, it's, a ri- it's a ring of honor show. It's tough, man. Bang, 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 bang. But it's also Joshi, so the girls that are, you know, seconding the person wrestling are banging going. And it's fucking brutal sometimes. I mean, I'm used to watching it, but you're not going to get any new fans with this quality fucking shit. Stick these stupid shows on YouTube. I saw somebody make that point. These, like, night five... Stick it on YouTube. What do you have to lose by sticking it on YouTube? I don't know what the, the, the streaming rights are or how that works, but put it up for free on you YouTube. Fucking, no, you fucking own it. Right. Well, not necessarily. You own it. Like, what Stardom it has shared ownership with TV SIE for their pay-per-views. That's why it takes five days for it to clear. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Yeah, it's strange the way copyrights fucking work in Japan. It's a little backwards, but 
Well, the music has been deleted due to the musical rights. Musical rights. <laughs> yeah. The music has been changed due to the musical rights, and it was just like. Fucking God! You don't get to hear Red Dragon's theme. Right, right. All right, let's move on. Do you have any final thoughts, Brian? You don't have anything to do. Uh, just said I'll be back in one minute. I had a little bit of DP dough in, in Boulder, Colorado, and it's been cutting through my ass about every oh, two no. hours since then. Should we pause so, or uh, should we just start up? Yeah, I keep it moving. It's just it's got to blast a little quick diarrhea, and I think I'll be back. <laughs> Shit your pants. It'll it'll work well for our good radio listening audience. It's good radio. I would like to say that they do a lot of one thing that they do in stardom. They do it throughout this whole tournament. Is the actual um, using the uh, there, uh, one uh, wrestler one using the capitalizing on wrestler two's mistakes to actually get a win, as opposed to like Finn Balor. Oh, he hurt his ankle, then he gets beat with a power bomb. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Right. Well, it's because it's booked well. That's all yeah, there is to it. That's what it is. But you know, Triple H is going to save WWE. Gonna save it. It's going to save it from it. everything. Is it so far gone at this point? <laughs> For me, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to draw me back. WrestleMania well, in Philadelphia, which we haven't talked about. Right. We never mentioned it. It's happening in 2024, if the Earth still exists. Which it may not. Because it's very, very likely we could be in a civil war by 2024. This is not yep. This is not outrageous to, to suggest. No, um, but and there's no Vince, so he won't be like, fuck them. We're going to run a show anyway. Bullets flying by. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 2024 in Philadelphia, WrestleMania. Chris, you excited? Um, I'm excited to be able to go to a WrestleMania. I'm not missing WrestleMania. Not happening. No, that I can take um, a subway to? Yeah, fuck that. That being said, um, I have no idea what it would be. I know it's going to be a fucking slog. Right? Um, but I, I think that there are people that I know, because this is going to be, I would assume this is going to be more than just, you know, the three dopes f- four usually we have a fourth who's not a member of our crew that goes with us i, I would assume that there are going to be like you know other people that are going to want to go yeah I, family members that, that are going to want to go right exactly and who are and who are who i am very excited to and they are excited to they're ex- i am excited to take and they're excited to go to all the other shit that's right. going to be here not wwe and that's what i'm more excited for but I want to go to – look, I already – we talked about this years ago. If it ever came to Lincoln Financial Field, I'll pay for the worst fucking seat in that house just so I can be there. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. doesn't have to be good. We'll have fun. It's probably going to take a lot of getting used to. It's fucking April, so it could be 65 degrees. Good snow. It could be 20 and right. snowing. And um, But that's not – that's the icing on the cake. That's the experience that will top it all off. Because they, they don't run anything on – uh, what would be Saturday and Sunday? So they don't run anything on Saturday and Sunday. It's not like you're going to miss something else. But it's everything leading up to that, which will be what I want to see and which I want to take other people to. And I guarantee you will most likely get some sort of a New Japan show, some sort of a fucking hopefully a stardom show would be fucking great. We're talking at, at the rate in which they look like they're moving and they're like they're trying to uh, give themselves exposure that that would most likely happening. Oh, <laughs> fucking DDT. DDT. I think DDT is your most likely chance. Yeah. 
but um, I mean, all of these things, I don't, I, I, I want to see. I mean, look, if, if there's, if there's an AEW show in the area, I, you know, I great. Think, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't think that they would run. I don't think so either. No, I don't think they would run. I think they would run. They have their own fans, and their own fans would go to their show. And they, they might run, run in the area Wednesday, the area. but they're not running one that weekend. No, no, no. I would say maybe on a Wednesday. It wouldn't be in Philly. No. But uh, it would probably be like North Jersey or or uh, New York, Long Island, something like that, like right. Arthur Ashe. DC maybe some, or something. Something in the area city. that you can get to. Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh right. you can't get to. It's not that close. But, but. But but uh, I, I mean, look, I'm excited for it. I don't care. What do we talk? You know, who gives a shit? It's the it's the showcase of the immortals. Okay? I can't wait. If you want to see immortals uh, on display and then very nice, very nice display with lights and things like that, you have to go to the showcase of immortals. And um, no, I mean, it's it's exposing like my nephews. I have a lot of friends whose kids are going to be just old enough in two years to go yeah. enjoy this. And and it's not like I said, it's not it's not the WWE part. I mean, that's definitely going to happen, but that's not the part I'm looking forward to. I'm right. looking forward to bringing my nephew to DDT, and he's you know will be 22 or three at that point. Right. You know, my nephews are a little bit older, and then the other one would probably be like 16. So it's a perfect age to bring him to this dumb shit. They have Dino's ass, ass hanging out. Yeah, don't laugh. Don't laugh their ass off. Same with my brother. Same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brandon, we were talking about uh, WrestleMania in Philly. Stoked? Yeah. 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 Sorry, I had to run into the bathroom. It was like uh, hitting a button on a like fountain soda machine. Just yellow Gatorade came out for the 10 seconds. And I... <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, I can't fucking wait, dude. I mean, uh, like, I know, we'll get into stardom, and uh, I know we just talk shit on WWE and want to watch watch it, but I also like having nights. fun. I don't, I don't like hate friends and fun. No. Like, it's going to be a ton yeah. of fun. It was funny. I texted uh, my mom because I was like, she got me, she she got me a shirt from the Raging Climax, and it's either ninety nine or oh one when they were at the first Union Center that I still have, and I'm like, we're going to this, and she texts me back, and she's like. Uh, my husband's dad had a heart attack. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, well, she "We're finding out about WrestleMania. We have to go." Yeah, <laughs> she's thumbs up. We have to go. And then she says, "By the way, blah, 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 his dad blah, blah, had to had a heart attack." <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, mom. You, just the worst time here. Like the, right. the most childish shit possible. Hey, see WrestleMania? It's like oh, yeah, some tragic news in the family. <laughs> but uh, but it just pops in my head. I figured I'd let you guys know about that because it's wait. Funny, that was but... the response. Did you see WrestleManias in Philadelphia? Yeah, I said it sounds like, like a lot of the fun. Same by the way, you sent me, and she was like, "We have to go." By the way, my husband, his dad, blah, 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 has had a heart attack. His heart's wait working five percent. <laughs> his heart's wait, working between five and twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's terrible. Can't wait to see it at WrestleMania. <laughs> I had that happen to. Uh, my one other time that was really bad. I, um, Slayer was on their like final tour. Yeah, which I, which final tour was this? This was uh, it was probably 2018, 2017. Yeah, yeah I, one of those. One of the one of the final tours, and I sent my friend a video of a uh, dead skin mask. Play, they were playing live in South America, <laughs> and I was like, dude, listen to this. We have to go. And he he texted me back. You know, haha, yeah. My brother died today, and I was like. Ooh, what? <laughs> my man. I mean, it's just years ago. We're over it now. But right. boy, a couple of poorly timed texts. 
hitting him with the dead skin mask. Dead I, was, skin I thought mask. that would get a bigger. I thought that would get a bigger laugh than it did. Yo, yeah, check out this song, funny. Live Undead by dead Slayer. Skin. After after when he said, "Oh, by the way, my brother died." You should have sent him a video of Hello Waits. Yeah, Hello Waits, or blocked him. Anyway, yeah, let me. Know. Anyway, let me know about tickets. They're moving fast. Yeah, yeah. Hello Waits. Yeah. Um. I got pretty off track here, but yeah, we're gonna do all this stuff, dude. Yeah, we're like, do put, it all. put, put the money in your I pocket. A question for you: Where are these shows gonna be held? We get twenty three hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Electric Factory. Yeah. Where else? Fillmore. Fillmore. The tower is closed. Tower's I'm just thinking closed. of places that have had wrestling. I can't wait till GCW tries to get people to go to Atlantic City on WrestleMania weekend, and people are like, um, "Wait, how far is Atlantic City? It's right over um, in Jersey." Let's think. There is the uh, Collingswood Grand Ballroom. Uh, <laughs> no, there's there's the there's the uh, I assume that the Armory still up in Northeast Philly. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, that's not. You know, I mean, far. there's there's places. There's places. It's get interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And they're also like just because, you know, I, I don't know when do the, when when would it start? Probably Wednesday or Thursday night is when the wrestling. Thursday. When I went, it was Thursday. It started. But yeah, when right. they start looking, they're like, "Oh wait, somebody already booked it for Thursday. Why don't we just run it Wednesday?" I think you can get away with like Wednesday, Thursday night, kicking it down to the showboat or whatever. Right. Be like you could start down here and then head to Philly. Yeah, it was Thursday, yeah, Friday. They, when it was in New York, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They that was still when it was have, just one night WrestleMania. Still, that was the last. I think it was the last one night WrestleMania. Oh, that was one when everybody got trapped on the subway platform. Subway trap platform. They got trapped out in, well, in the uh, rain. Yeah, not even on a platform. Wait a minute. They, they got trapped. trapped. Hold on. They got trapped at the Meadowlands mm-hmm. in New Jersey. They didn't get trapped on a platform. They couldn't even get out of the no. fucking stadium. They, they were got stuck trapped out in front of it. Like, and then they got no Ubers are coming. How bizarre! At two o'clock in a in fucking North Jersey, no one's coming to pick us up. I would have just. Started, I was talking to somebody about this. I would have just started walking towards where I had to go. The sun oh. would have started coming up, and I would have found a bus stop. Oh, I've been drunk. <laughs> I've done Yo, weird shit yeah, before, dude. That is five that hours is, of walking. Fuck it. Fuck that's You far. can really get fucked over in Camden at that whatever it's called now oh, outdoor BB&T. music venue because BB&T. they just closed the bridge. Yeah. Good times. Or you just take over the bridge and just start walking across it, like fucking uh, uh, Escape from New York. <laughs> Yeah, Mine's. walk out of step. Make sure you walk out of step, though. Yeah. Because then the bridge will start bouncing and then it'll die. probably collapse. Yeah. That's, oh. uh, militaries, when they walk, when, when militaries <laughs> march across bridges, they march out of step. What because the shum, shum, shum will make the bridge bounce. Yeah, but why would we walk in step? I don't even know these people. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm just saying something <laughs> dumb. I'm just giving you a little stupid piece of information. Yeah, information. There you go. Have if you ever... Rip the bridge up and. Jimmy, you really got jammed up like the, the by that factoid. Like we're going to be moving in lockstep. <laughs> we are wrestling fans. We all With think Jericho's, like, Jericho's me, wife will be me, the six hundred pound guy next to me who smells like a fucking sewer. They all break <laughs> the walls down. Stand. Oh, by the way, I appreciate this shirt. By the way, hey YouTube watchers, look at this Julia shirt. Gulia. Julia Gulia. So good. I might just buy the you know collection. What? You know what's awesome? Yeah. Well, you didn't I don't know already? how awesome it is, but. I noticed now that uh, major retailers are selling bootlegs shirts. 
Really? Like bootleg style shirts, like you would get outside of a concert. Mm. Like it's gotten so big with the with the goofy like you know Instagram shirts. I had a I had a uh, a coworker of mine. He was wearing a Rihanna shirt. Oh yeah, I saw that at at Walmart. I almost bought it. I was like, "Yo, where'd you get that?" He was like, "Oh, I bought it at Journeys." Yeah. And I was like, and I looked at another buddy. I was like, "Yo," because the other guy that I looked at is a uh, big Instagram t-shirt buyer. And I looked at him, and he was like. I was like, see what they're doing? He's like, I know, man. My Instagram t-shirts aren't that special anymore. When I was up at Mahoning, we it was colder than we thought it was going to be up in the Poconos at night. Or Jim Thorpe. <coughs> so we stopped at the Walmart to get uh, sweatshirts. And uh, they had one for, it was um, Selena. A Selena one. It was huge. That I almost bought. <laughs> it looked like it was a bootleg one. Five X. Oh, my God, it was huge. My wife shot it down. The Selena one she shot down, and also there was a giant faux sheep fur jacket that was $10. She shot it down. I should have just bought it. Well, why? Who's shooting down a $10 fur jacket? Someone with with common sense that enjoys fashion shot it down. But I should have bought it more than it anyway. I did the same thing I went to. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, Brandon, go ahead. I went to uh, one of those like hot topics type stores. We were going on vacation in March. I was like, I wanted new T-shirts, and there's some artist named Saweetie, and it was her her twerking on a a stripper pole, and it just said "So Icy Summer" in like that like Three Six Mafia album cover thing. Exactly, yeah. And I pulled it out on vacation, and and it was just like. That's what did you buy? I was like, I, God damn it, I thought it was going to be a big hit. <laughs> I, bro- I busted out my Utami shirt on vacation. It got shot down. Because I have the same thing, but it's an Utami one. It was like, wah, wah, wah. Especially because it says Utami in the goal, like in the top, but then the bottom is, it says Hayashida. It's, like, it's, like, it's like 20 letters. I was like, fuck yes, this shirt rules. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I, I brought get, matching shoes and everything, man. I never get shot down with anything. Yeah. You have to wear the stupidest shit, dumb sunglasses, fucking speedos. She don't care, man. I mean, sometimes I need a little check once in a while. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, it's not like I'd, be God, God. Down, like, I'd be dressed like like I was when I was fucking fourteen in like chartreuse fucking tank tops and <laughs> pink shorts. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, nothing wrong matches. with that. Look at this fucking jackass. When we say shot down, like, like I know my house is already a little out of control already. I have a giant like metal alien next to the TV. I'm looking at Jimmy's screen. He's got FMW yes. banners hanging from the walls. Of also, his you house. can't tell you can't tell from this light, but my walls are are purple. They're <laughs> lavender. I selected. We're getting away with here. some stuff. Yeah, I get it. No, I get it. I'm kidding, I get it. of course. I get it. My wife is very understanding of my weirdness. Speaking of weirdness, how about AEW? I guess. How about it? <laughs> It was so good. They're going places. Dude, dude, the internet was all over the show. They were saying how great it was, man. I'm serious. Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. That happened. Uh, A dumpster match happened. The Acclaim versus the Gun Club. That was entertaining. That was actually my favorite match of the fucking week. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Um, I also liked... uh, Let's talk about the Undisputed Elite. Uh, Do a little promo. Beat up the Young Bucks. Kid crying in the crowd. Brandon thoughts. Good. The hung bucks, I guess, are back. I, I did see that kid crying. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I was wondering. I'm like, boy, they must have really gotten tired of Adam Cole like I did. I was like, oh, no, he's been 
he's been injured the whole time. So yeah. slightly disappointed <laughs> that that wasn't just an organic get this guy out of here for a little while. I gotta say, uh, but Ken, sorry, I was just gonna say, I guess Kenny Omega's bo- uh, boxed out a little bit here of this potential trios rivalry. He's still hurt. I don't think he's. I don't know when this trios tournament's gonna happen. They might be waiting for Kenny to come back. They haven't announced it a start date yet, right? Have they? No, but either way, it's like, geez. Well, there we got three and three now. Yeah. He's not involved, and in I don't know who he's going to be with. He's definitely still hurt. He hasn't given it. He hasn't announced when he's going to come back, which he probably won't. About It'll be a surprise. Brain damage that that leads to vertigo doesn't just heal up in like nine months. <laughs> well, Dan- like if you're Brian Danielson, you just sit in a fucking sensory deprivation <laughs> tank and you're cured. Gets gets spun around a centrifuge machine. <laughs> okay, Chris. Go to the hell hole down the shore. Yeah, remember the hell hole. Um, what? Gravitron. I would assume. I would assume. Remember that fucking Star Wars ride? Oh, yeah, they're God. all based on that Gravitron fucking machine. Fuck that thing. I just force. remember being like, oh, this is so cool. Star Wars, C three PO, uh, Darth Vader. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was a spaceship taking off. Um. That being said. Uh, you would assume Kenny Omega has the like, you know, right to come back whenever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I think you make a big deal. No, there's no, there's no time frame, so it's almost like we're not waiting. We don't expect him until he tells us it's okay. So whatever our plans on, we move on with. I would, I thought that the trios thing would start as a tournament, but they don't. I mean, they don't use their their pay-per-views to solve anything you know because to me it's always like okay well that makes sense you're gonna have trios for you're gonna have a tournament for the trios championship and then the then the then the um the final will be on all out all in for the one that's coming up is but that's not the way they do things and they also need eight months to run a tournament they need one match every fucking may i speculate fucking weeks go ahead they're going to bring uh, a new Japan team in, and they're waiting for G1 Climax then before they even start it. I think that they're going to start it in the fall. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get the final will be whatever that Halloween pay-per-view is or the November pay-per-view. All out, oh, all yeah. in, all back, inside, yeah. outside. Which one is it? That would be... Back out, out back, outhouse. Which one is it called? I don't remember. I think it's the casino one. Casino, okay. Casino you know. Double or nothing. There you go. Okay, Brent. That's a good idea, Jimmy. If I didn't already knew know that you stole that from King of the Good Times on Twitter, who did? books all the stardom <laughs> fantasy? <laughs> so let's. King I'm of the Good Times. King of the Good Times. I get all my information from King of the Good Times, the stats master of stardom. Okay, I'm going to speculate that the six man that they bring in the trios team that they bring in from Mexico, not Mexico, from uh, Japan. Will be um, let's think. It'll be uh, Tenzan, um, Tenzan, uh, Kojima, and Ko- uh, that, and, and Nagata, and Yuji Nagata. Yeah, yes. so I was gonna go this guy. It's yeah. Yuji the Nagata. third generation. That's what they call him. Third generation. This guy. This guy. Yeah, third generation. No, it'll probably be uh, Ishii, Goto, and uh, Yoshihash. They're the big never guys. I hope nice. they bring in fucking evil. Oh my god. I want to see him in front of a live audience getting booed. I love evil. I don't hate evil. We'll talk about G1 Climax next week. I um, I don't give a fuck about any of this. <laughs> Either way. Like, they've pushed me into I don't give a fuck 
realm. I mean, there's some cool stuff happened on this this episode. But there was some stuff that was like legit, like, why is this on the show? Matt Hardy versus I, Christian Cage. Why was that on the show? Well, Except I, for Christian Cage almost getting hit by the car. That was great. That was great. But then you had him wrestle Matt Hardy. There was nobody that could do that. It was probably supposed to be Jeff at some point when they were there, no, I, mapping this out. Well, no, I, I mean, like, there was no, like, there was no, you couldn't further, like, I mean, I guess they are further in a storyline, but. I mean, there's this is what you get. This is what we watch, and I think this was at the turn of the hour. Yeah, good times. Yeah, oh, got to get them viewers in. Give Who was your Christian. favorite match? Okay, who was your favorite match on the card? I don't want to talk about the show that much. Yeah, mine. Yeah, good. Oh, fucking Gun Club and fucking acclaimed. At least oh, you I like that one? Okay, dumpster match. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. There were four goofballs going at it. It was fun. It was different. Brandon, who'd you like? Yeah, that was going to be my answer, but I think I'll just say Christian Cage versus Matt Hardy, just because I've slipped into a rhythm with this show where I'm like, of course this is happening. This is like weird 90s WCW Nitro. Like, they have to have something bizarre going on in the middle of this card that doesn't make a ton of sense. There's people getting tattoos back and forth about a match that hasn't even happened that I don't know that anyone even cares about. <laughs> How about this? You guys talk you about Chris, Chris Jericho and Wheeler Yuta, so I go pee. The fucking oh, I was gonna mention the uh, Brody King Darby Allen tattoo battle that's going on. Like anyone gives a fuck about this? Who fucking cares? It's so self indulgent. It's just like it's almost like we're gonna give you whatever the fuck we want to give you, and you're gonna have to eat it, and we're gonna act like it's cool. Like WWE does the same shit, but they don't even act like it's fucking cool. They just act like they don't give a fuck. Like this is what you get. Right. Bye. And they don't have a comment about it. Like they're fucking, thrown, in, they can get thrown it up, they, into your fucking solitary yeah. confinement cell. Like here's yeah, your dinner. Here's your dinner. <laughs> and they and they don't even give a shit. They don't even they, they don't even comment on it. The only thing that they do is they have they get comments on their Instagram, like positive comments, which is the fucking worst. It's so annoying. They get positive comments, WWE on their Instagram from USA Network and Peacock's Instagram. <laughs> It's like it's like your mom telling you how fucking cool you yeah. are. Okay? <laughs> exactly. So proud of you. Oh my god, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Is there is there not millions of dollars being exchanged here? I was just laughing at that 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 uh, the fucking tattoo thing because I don't care how many tattoos you have to get a tattoo about a match for, so the story can get over on cable and have it still not even do that. There's something funny about that. It's not like it was. A, it's like a big match. Yo, just here's like, the other thing. It's a fucking loser match. Yo, hold on. Fucking the tattoo thing. Darby Allen. I got more fucking tattoos than Darby fucking Allen. Back. Right? I mean, the dude's barely fucking tattooed. Why is he the tattooed guy? Well, Brody King's the tattooed Brody guy. King yeah, is I the tattooed Yeah, I get that. But Darby Allen? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, and here's the other thing. I mean, maybe it's just because of the circle. <laughs> that I ran in or the people that I know, but being a dude covered in tattoos is fucking like, I wish I didn't have any, then I could be different. I want more. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I mean, seriously though, it's like, it's not that special. Maybe it is. Maybe it is to, cause like when we were down in Charleston, a lot of people stopped us like on the beach and admired our, nobody touched us. Thank God for that. Cause that's a, that's a thing. Chris, I think you just think that, 
everybody's tattooed. I, That's what I, I mean. see no, lots I'm of people getting, day to day that, that have none. I'm getting to that point when we were down there and people were like, oh, we really like your tattoos. And I'm just like, yeah, they suck. That's what I'm thinking to myself. But, you know, it's not commonplace. It just is. I, I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> commonplace or not commonplace, getting a tattoo to try to get a match over and still not getting the match over. Fucking Lamazoid. What the fuck is going on? How about Thunderstorm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter? They moved it. First hour. I know. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. It was really I good forget. when Thunder when uh, Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter were in the ring. It was really good. Go ahead. And 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 uh, and Tony Storm actually, it wasn't the well. Guess who's taking the pin? I was surprised. I we had quite a pin. front row front tonight. Row. Yeah, we did tonight last week. Did you see the guy with the Jim Cornette T-shirt, Jim Cornette American shirt, flag. USA Jim, Jim Cornette guy? There was Where a Foz, uh, a lady in a Fozzie, like them in the mash font. Fozzie shirt. She had the match on. She's ready to fucking storm. Yeah, she's got military stencil font and uh, she's storming a cap. No cap. Storming that cap, no cap. I'm going to be honest with you. I really had nothing. I'm just babbling on because I have nothing good to say about this entire episode. <laughs> fucking. Let's go nowhere. AW. Yeah, I'm sorry. The stuff I don't, that was good we talked about. It's like. Ricky Starks is good. Powerhouse Hobbs is good. Yes. If they fight each other, that's cool. I just don't need to say it again. Jesus, that tattoo is terrible. I'm looking at it right now. That's not real. Brody King got a tattoo that says, Here Lies Diary Allen. That's not real. No way. That's somebody else. A loser. <laughs> <laughs> you are one. I'm thinking of Dumb and Dumber. You are one pathetic loser. You are one pathetic loser. Um, I got nothing. I saw he's in like some hardcore band, Brody King. Is he? I don't know. Chris, you're you listen to hardcore? Do you know? Uh, no, Chris doesn't listen to hardcore. <laughs> he's forty fucking six. All right, there. Sorry, you go. guys. There you go. He's moved on. Moved on from that. You don't want to stand in the back of the room with your arms crossed, Chris, anymore. Not that you ever oh, did that. I, I got I got friends my own age that stand in the front of the room, fucking pumping that fist, screaming them lyrics. Yeah, that's true. As long as you're enjoying the music. Listen, as long as you're enjoying yourself. I just, you know, I'd rather listen to fucking, I don't know, The Cure. I saw it. I was trying to obscure 80s band, but Midnight Oil. This TikTok video came on my feed, and it was Brody King. I guess he's a lead singer, and he's like, this song is called God's Hate, off the album God's Hate, by God's Hate, the name of his band. Nice. And I looked up, and uh, I looked it up, and there's like, Total two hundred thousand people have listened to him, and but the God's Hate fans are in the comments going, going. People think this guy is just a fucking wrestler. He's a lead singer, so I posted on there, and I was like, more people see Brody King in one night on TNT than I've ever seen God Hate in the history of the band. <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a lot of feedback was keeping me entertained while I was in keeping me entertained while I was in Colorado. Nice. Where did you, where did this happen on Instagram? TikTok. I like to goof uh, around with TikTok with the kids. I don't do TikTok. Cool. So God's, God's Hate was founded by uh, Colin Young of Twitching Tongues. Oh, I love okay. Twitching Tongues. They all yeah. the worst and names. Brody King, uh, a vocalist, AW professional wrestler, Brody King. There you go. It just seems to me like we're getting to a point where it's like we have this, like, 
you know, we have interesting dudes on your TV. You turn on your TV, you see interesting looking guys that don't look like the guys on the other show, right? So we got that looks different vibe, especially a guy like Brody King. And they just, it's just like, what are we doing? Like, we don't do anything. I do want to say that we have given shit, and people in general have given shit to AW for not having certain guys on their show. And it's starting to come out that some of the guys are hurt. Miro's one of them. Alistair Black is another one who says he's been dealing with chronic back issues now for a long time. So some of these guys aren't wrestling for a reason. But the guys that they do have, we like some of them. I don't need to see Matt Hardy ever again. I don't think anybody does. No, I don't think anybody seen, needed to see Matt Hardy for 10 years. Yeah. No, I do. He, I, I need he's, to more. <laughs> What was that? We were, I need well, him to we go were, broken again. We weren't watching the pay-per-view together when he was a complete mess. That was the one we were, that was the Sake Danake one where he was like stiff as a board, couldn't fucking move. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was the one that we were just laughing and texting. When I was watching. That, that was, was when yeah, they were still trying that. to use him in like a big free-for-all match. Right. I was watching um, at work with on a laptop, streaming through some Russian website, just hoping it wouldn't <laughs> crash my computer, and laughing hysterically at fucking Jake the Snake falling. Oh, man, that was a good one. Bring back Jake the Snake. He's interesting. DMT shirts, yeah. mom jeans. Mom jeans and DMT shirts. Bad puns. I told him he wants to be a doctor. He's got no patience. We got no patience. All right, let's talk about next week's episode of Dynamite, as in tomorrow. Quake by the Lake. Called that because I believe it's... uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Okay, there you go. So I'm just going to look at the poster. (laughs) So I don't want to look at it. (laughs) FDR returns. Well, well, you can give me uh, thoughts afterwards. Jade Cargill uh, defends the belt against Madison Rain. Signed as a coach, wrestling a show. The Lucha Bros versus Andrade El Idolo and Rouge. Coffin match, Brody King versus Darby Allen. We're getting a coffin match in stardom soon, too. I have a feeling that the stardom one's going to be more entertaining. Um, and AEW Internet World Champion, John Moxley versus Chris Jericho for the AEW Internet World Championship. Brandon, thoughts? That actually, see, that's not a bad show on paper. That was Brandon gone. I'm here. Uh, Go ahead, Chris. Oh, I didn't. I I caught none of what you guys said. You're both silent. I figured I'd just chime in. I'm silent. No, you're not anymore. Yeah. You were talking, then you stopped, and then I just got this like three second silence. So I just started talking. Go ahead. Sorry about that. It's all you, brother. On paper, it it it's an enter. That seems like an entertaining two hours of TV. I really don't need to. I I never. There was never a point in my life in which I watched matches involving Madison Rain. I don't really need one. I'm never. I'm not sitting here saying that I need one now. But the rest of it, I'll watch. Probably while I'm doing something else. Thursday morning. There you go. There you go. Brandon, thoughts? Um, I think we should delete this segment because every time I'm just like, man. He's got dudes wrestling dudes. <laughs> could Why be fun, so, could not be we're fun. We're so negative. 
I, but it will be fun when I see it. There'll be things like, oh my god, it was uh fucking the ass boys got their dumpster flipped and it was full of packing peanuts. That was I'm good. Glad I saw. I'm glad I, I got to see that. But precursor, I'm like, yeah, dead days of summer. Fucking, I'm glad Andrade got off the the Ric Flair road show. Oh. I saw I saw Flair's. You know, Flair asked Carlito's dad, like, can you still go? <laughs> Carlos, hello. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right now. Oh, I call him Carlito's dad. Carlito's dad. Carlos Colon. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a brand name. It's Carlos. It's Carlos. No, I know. I'm just saying. Let me just let me just inform that this is like the biggest wrestler in Puerto Rico history. He's like a god there, and he allowed Bruiser Brody to get murdered in his locker room. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. There you go. Yeah, awesome guy. He's another awesome wrestling carny piece of shit. But him and Flair are probably gonna wrestle. Although it was his last. We watched his last match. Apparently. Well, people were fucking, if you went online, people were fucking pissed. About what? About the fact that he was like, oh, I'm going to be with Andrade. It's like, yeah. didn't I give you money? Because you you just, you didn't even give it a fucking week before I got just robbed of my fucking money. That's the same, you were involved. It's the same fucking thing. He's just the manager, Chris. Please give it a couple <laughs> weeks, you fucking piece of shit. That's not my match. You think uh, Conrad's going to put this on pay-per-view? Oh, God. I hope he does. He's going to call it his last match in Puerto Rico. Fuck. Not a U.S. proper. A U.S. territory. Doesn't count as U.S. proper. It's not his last match. Fuck. Carlos Colon with a a fully welded together bottom half of his body is going to... Yes. He's going to... Shake his way into the (laughs) He's still dying that afro, though. It looks good. What's left of it? All these wrestlers look great over a certain age. The scars all over their heads. They look Uh, fucking great. We can agree on one thing. He's a pretty good-looking batch of guys. (laughs) Let me tell you something, man. That fucking, that promo, we talked about it last week, that promo where Karen Jarrett is going, the only reason you're doing this because you're out of fucking money is 100% fucking right. And real. And real. It's just like, fuck, man. Like, well, you know what it is. See, his fucking, maybe it's because his fucking gravy train came to an end. Because remember, he was, what's his name? Vince used to bail him out on a regular fucking basis. Now Vince, Vince is going fucking bye bye, quite possibly. Paul, Paul, I'm late. You know, I know I'm late, on, cares I'm late on my alimony payment again on my sixth marriage. Can you help me out, Paul? And Paul's like, oh, I don't think so, Rick. It's not happening this time. Can you call Vince? Vince is going to jail, Rick. You need to find another source. Hangs up the phone. What's the? What's the What's the area code for Puerto Rico? <laughs> Calls up Carlos Colon. Hey, Carlos, how you been? And Carlos is speaking Spanish. He's like, all right, I'll be there. Before you you want to go one more time? Make sure Invader 2 is there. <laughs> I think that's the guy that killed fucking... Yeah, yeah. the Invader. Invader 1 or 2 killed one of uh, them. Bruce Brady. Let's have a mess, you and me! Yeah, versus the corpse of Bruce Roddy and Roddy Piper. There you go. <laughs> Dead wrestler fist. You think it was a, a misjudgment by us to to spend more time talking about Ric Flair than any other wrestler on this podcast? Uh, are we <laughs> talking in an hour talking about Ric Flair 
Ric Flair's last match show. If anybody knows there's no more uh, money and fandom to be wrung out of Ric Flair, it's us because we do it every week. We got about 100 people watch. We do. <laughs> we did get rave reviews for our uh, performance with Ric Flair's last match, though. We did. I did inform people that I was very drunk by the end of it. But uh, That's good. I'm glad we performed well. Try. Unlike me, usually, in bed, when I've drank too much, I'm not performing well. But I could do it on a podcast. There you go. Any final thoughts? Any questions? Concerns? Anything? At least Brandon. we know what we're good at. Yeah. At least we know what we're good at. I'm good. Chris, anything? I'm Did I forget anything? I don't think so. If you did, who cares? We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will get caught up on uh, G1 Climax. Well, maybe not caught up, but we'll talk about it. I'm not watching all those fucking matches. Some guys have been eliminated. Apparently, there's a six-way tie in one of the groups. We're down <laughs> to the last couple of weeks, including Yujiro Takahashi at first place. All right. So a six-way tie. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's there's your G1 climax. And you know, I was thinking about this. Let me touch on G1 climax real quick. I was thinking about this. I, I talked to my stardom statistician on on social media, and I stole his idea, their idea. Um, I think that they split it up this way just in case shit got locked down again, which makes sense, right? I was just thinking about this where I was like, like Chase Owens's matches are already all over. Like he's not wrestling again for like a month, for like three more weeks. He doesn't wrestle again. They must have stretched this shit out just in case shit got shut down, so they can move everything around. That's just. I got that from the King. I got that from the King of Stats. Or the imaginary king of stats and stardom. There actually is a guy that does keep track of all this shit. I don't steal his Makes ideas. Sense. I should steal his ideas. I'm just going to start making up that you did. That this is all. Go for it. Start a feud. And send me emails. He stole your idea. <laughs> I, uh, what, what I, I, I just opened my phone. Yes. And the, the YouTube app was open. And I look down, and there's like one of these little shorts videos. Uh, it's not on; it's just like in the in the feed. And it's uh, this is what a wonderful human Chris Jericho is now. I was gonna say it's Stardom Bikining. No, the no, bikini. Yeah, the bikini. Are the, we buying that? That's in the bone. That's going in the Am bone. Am I sacrificing my hard for hard earned money for the it's podcast, the, quote unquote? So this way we well, can I, review it. Yeah, definitely. I sacrifice. You sacrifice your hard earned money to. Get me a book of New Japan gym boobs. Oh, tits. Yes, the yeah. New Japan tits is real good. New Japan gym boob book, which I have staring at me right now. A couple, uh, years, ago, a vid- couple years ago, just to explain to viewers oh, yeah. or listeners, uh, New Japan put out a, a, a photo book just of their performers' tits. Tanahashi, Sho, Yo. It's all tits. Naito, all tits. It's great. It's a great book. Yeah, Chris. So I don't know, I look down at my phone and there's a video in the short section and it's titled Chris Jericho says China was terrible to work with. R.I.P. She's fucking dead. I don't know. I would talk all. Sh- I will talk all the shit on dead people. Oh God. <laughs> I'm petty like that. They're gone. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm yeah, you won. That. You won. Not yet. As I always say, you fucking <laughs> won. They're dead. They're fucking dead. I had a guy that I know, older, much older man, posted on Facebook when John McCain died, right? Because you know, by the, by the time by the time John McCain died, he wasn't quite, you know, 
conservative enough. So they all hated him. And it was like, your hero. And it was some fucking article about how he did something in a jet that was dangerous on a fucking, you know, in World War or in Vietnam. Like World War like, One. You know, it was we, that you old. Know, fucking Vietnam. He was fucking, oh, he did this on a battleship and he could have killed people. And I just commented, yo, the guy's fucking dead. You won. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Oh, man. I don't know. That is pretty funny, though, to start breaking down the military strategy of, from a six-year-old war that this guy probably wasn't in. Wasn't in. Oh, no, he was. was about a dead no, he guy. Was. Definitely, this guy, that's how old he was. He definitely was in that war. So, <laughs> what do you know, like, oh, I don't know what he did, but he was he was in the Army during Vietnam. He, I don't know if he, you know, he, he served he, uh, in Vietnam. He made sure everybody got paid every two weeks. Yeah. But, uh, he, uh... <laughs> Well, you know, I don't give a shit. I'll put it out on a podcast. I don't care anymore. Uh, certain people that I'm surrounded by are beginning to not like me because of my stances. You, t- you are too liberal, Chris? Unbelievable. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Because Compared I to the people that are around you. It's our, our country's falling. Ooh, let me hear what you got to say about this. Sorry. Let's still make money. What the fuck are you talking Sorry, about? Sorry, dick. Don't call me Spaz. You can't say that anymore. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> help Yeah, don't you dare call me a Spaz. Fuck that. That's the problem. Someone was like, no need to Spaz out, Chris. He's like, oh, how dare you use that word? You're not going to like me when I'm angry. You're not going to like me when I'm pissed. Not Spaz. I don't understand that. We were making fun of spazzing last last week about how we can't say it anymore. Oh. And you said you would keep saying it. Yeah, you can say it whenever you want. But now, you are too liberal. So therefore, yeah. Yeah. you must defend not using the word spaz. No, fuck that. You, you okay. say what you want <laughs> so to you're say. Not that, so, that, so the point is made. You are too yeah. liberal for yeah. these people. Well, I just, I, listen, listen. <laughs> let's clarify this. I think you should be able to say whatever you want. I also think you better be able to suffer the fucking consequences for your words. That's all. Of course. That's all I'm saying. But, Chris, you don't understand. That's cancel culture. You don't understand, Chris. Is it? That's what it's considered. Suffering the consequences for your fucking actions. So if you randomly, like, you know, you randomly just, like, you're at a dinner table. You're just dropping the N-word. You're like, and this, and that. And somebody's like, you know, that's racist. You shouldn't use the N-word. And you go, cancel culture's ruining my life. It's no fun anymore. well, that's there the. That's there you the go. There's between, your example. That's the that's the difference between freedom of speech and, and speaking asshole. with fucking impunity. And there are two different fucking things. There's deal with it's. It's so funny. I was listening to something where they were talking about. Uh, maybe I was on TV. They were talking about uh, consequence and how you know one of the things with children is they don't understand consequence. And I agreed with that. I didn't understand consequence until I was well into my fucking forties. And that's the thing. Well, consequences. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> yeah, too liberal. Brandy, final thoughts? I'm trying to think if we have anything else to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. We're shit we... an hour and a half. Good. Let's go we usually go two hours. Just move that wrestling. to the front, Jim. Just the first five seconds of the, con- of the uh, podcast should be Chris going, Consequence. Consequences. I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't have a chair. I have like a, a coffee Art. table that I'm sitting on. Oh, really? That's what I, I sit on as my chair. I'm still in like moving, even though I've been here for over a year. 
I was just bouncing up and down. I almost cracked the thing in half. Like, <laughs> oh God, that would have that would have been funny. so funny to see Jeremy drop two feet. That. Like, just see the top of my head. <laughs> this is the bottom of his feet. He's <laughs> up in the air, just kicking. All right, let's get out of here then. Everything, Back it up. Everything that I, uh, if I think of anything, we'll just put it at the front of the uh, show next week, as per your instructions, Brandon. Thanks for joining us this week. Join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. For Brandon and Chris, I am Jim. We'll be back here next week.